Welcome to episode three of the Retail Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, XR, joined this week by our co-host, Dylan, aka Waffle, aka the People's Champ. It's been a while since Dylan and I got back on the mic. It's good to be back on this beautiful Thursday night. We are recording the night before the podcast goes up. Dylan, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, XR? It's good to be good. back. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have you back as always. Um, how has uh, it's Thursday already? The podcast coming out tomorrow mornings. But uh, how's the week been? How have you been holding up? I've worked 55 hours so far this entire week. So oh my God. got another whole day to do. So I'll be at uh, what, 65 or 70 hours probably. So I've been working a lot, obviously. Get that OT though, right? OT, baby. Yes, sir. Well, Dylan, always good to have you in the chair next to me, the virtual chair, I should say. But um, this week, we wanted to do a simple and quick episode on how to build your wardrobe, kind of our favorite brands on the moment, um, thoughts on how Instagram has evolved. I know that we talk about this a lot and how it used to be like a big fit pick platform and now that's kind of changed over time. Um, and then answer some questions at the end that we got from our audience. We did get a lot of questions, which is great. So happy to answer those. We're going to try to keep this one short, 20 or 30 minutes. And then next week, we'll be back with another interview episode. We'll get Dylan involved in that one too. So that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, Dylan, before we get into it, man, anything that you want to let the people know, anything that any shout outs you want to give before we get right into it? I get, hmm, let me see. Let me think real quick. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. playing a lot of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I don't know if you play that game, but I've been playing the shit out of that game. And I want to give a big shout out to my boys and girls on that. We got, you know, Nick, Maya, Bizzle, mm-hmm. Oren, all those guys. Shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are my close friends now. So exactly. online friends, dude, online friends are goaded. Oh, for, for sure, real. bro. Yeah, the amount of friends I've made playing video games and then like you kind of like keep a relationship with them is kind of the thing is too is that like people have this like I think older people like my parents have like this bad notion that like meeting people online can be scary. And oh, I, yeah, I it one hundred percent can be. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. When I remember my like, friends from California from playing Call of Duty online, when I flew mm-hmm. out there when I was like fourteen or fifteen, my parents were like, You're gonna die, you're gonna get shot. I'm like, just let me do my thing. <laughs> I'm fine. No, then no one's gonna kill me. Come on. And did you have a good time? Hell yeah. It was great. Yeah, man. We So funny enough, when Fortnite came out and it was so hot, um, I met a guy named Connor. He was in Ireland, and his girlfriend would play. Him and his girlfriend and his buddies would play. Shout out, Connor. And, Shout out, um, Connor Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up, uh, we ended up, Liberty and I ended up flying to Ireland to see them. Are you serious? Yes, bro. Holy a shit, couple, damn. A couple How was back. that? It was an amazing trip. It was so much fun. I still keep in contact with them. So it was great. Wow. And we went through Fortnite. That's crazy. Dude, when Fortnite, oh my God. To, to go on Fortnite real quick. Hold on. So when Fortnite first came out, my friends and I, we played day one and then we mm-hmm. stopped after like four or five months. You know, we were like, okay, this is kind of boring now. But if we stuck with it, dude, I swear to God, we'd be on that. We'd be on FaZe Clan. We'd be on the Twitch right mm-hmm. now. It'd be a whole different world. You'd be doing like those uh, videos you see on Twitter where like you can't even like focus on what's going oh on because the building I don't know how is so crazy. Kids are crazy nowadays with the building and everything. I miss I when know. it was just you hide behind a tree. You were hiding behind a tree for the final kill. And everyone's <laughs> so afraid to move. Remember that? When the game first yeah, came dude. out? Well, Season dude, okay, one. So, so recently <laughs> they brought back, no, or, or not recently, or they brought back, but, or sorry, they, it, it wasn't back to begin with, sorry. But recently Fortnite added a playlist called No Build Mode where nobody builds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allowed. Yeah. Dude, it's it's so much fun. I went back and played Fortnite for a little bit. It's no build mode is so fun because like it's not sweaty. It's just a good time, you know. My friend, yeah, my friend Maya, she's she's sweating her ass off. I swear, she's she. I don't know if you know what floating is. We always float each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. She's so good though. Shout out to Maya. 
Shout out Maya. Yeah, man. Many video, uh, meeting people through video games is a lot of fun. But uh, Mario, Mario Kart, it's a good one. It's a good game. Uh, this voice chat, did you know that? And it's is? always popping, dude. It's always popping. You get some crazy people on there too. Damn, is it like? It's, is it like BM? Like, is it like like hello, like disrespectful, like su- cod- surprisingly? Like no, no, hell no. It's complete opposite of MW two lobbies. It's the complete oh, opposite. Nice. It's weird too. You do get some. You know, I mean, sometimes you get those like some kids who come in who are like 14, 15 who think they're the shit and everything, and they're they're saying all the derogatory slurs and everything. You just got you got just shut them up or just mute them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's good that the community is not like toxic or anything like that. You know. Mm. Um. Any other games you've been playing recently? Uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. What else? That's really it, honestly. Mario Kart Eight. I'm gonna play the new Splatoon Three when it comes out. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yes, it's gonna be hype, dude. Splatoon's a yeah. lot of fun. Are you gonna get it? Uh, probably, yeah. My, uh, Libby has a Switch, so I'm probably, I'm thinking about getting it. I love the concept of Splatoon. It's like a, because I feel like Nintendo doesn't really do a good job at, like, making games that are, have a competitive edge to them, really. And I feel like Splatoon does a good job at that, of, like, balancing a game where it's fun, but it can be competitive, you know? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to Splatoon 3. The concept is so cool, and I think they did a good job with the previous game, so, yeah, that'll yep, be a good time. Yep. The preview to the trailer looks amazing, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then anything I'm playing right now, not really, man. I've just been focusing on work. Um, I need to get back and play more games, but you know how it is. You get older, you get jaded. Yeah, exactly. You work a lot. Get the bill. Exactly, dude. Yeah. You gotta grind for, sure. for the bills. Clothes and bills. Be- Clothes, video games, food, and bills. Clothes, That's where my money goes to. Clothes, video <laughs> games, food, and bills. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, shout out video games. We're going to be doing a couple like episodes uh, on video games in the future and stuff, uh, reviewing stuff. Hey, maybe we can do a Splatoon 3 review when that comes out. Holy shit. We can stream it too. Yeah, that'd be sick. Oh, yeah, we should stream it. That'd be sick. I'm down. So down for that too. Um, but yeah, look look forward to that content. Um, Dylan, what we're here for, what the people are here for, uh, besides us yapping about Splatoon, um, wanted to talk to you about how to build your wardrobe. This is something we talked about a little bit on the selective, but I think it's a, it's always good to revisit. I think a lot of people have, well, clearly on Instagram, a lot of people have a lot of questions about building your wardrobe and what that kind of look like, looks like, excuse me. So I think this would be a good opportunity to kind of talk about that. Um, so I guess the first place to start is like building your wardrobe, how to do that cohesively. I think and we've said this before, I think over a year ago, but like, when you build your wardrobe, the only way to really build your wardrobe is to like unsuccessfully build a wardrobe at first, if that makes sense. That's 100% true, yeah. And I, in my case, I'm a little biased because I found my true style and like what I really love when I was like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So I did experiment with some wider pants, but that really is just not for me. So I'm more of a I'm more of a skinny jeans, you know, boots. I don't like sneakers that much, so I can't really talk about sneakers besides like yeah. Air Force Ones and maybe some Jordan Ones. But, you know, Vans, boots, uh, what else? skinny jeans t-shirts and I, I like blank t-shirts too i don't like graphic t-shirts unless they're vintage that's a whole different category for me because yeah. i have two different like things i rotate between i guess you could say mm-hmm. like we got the, you know the saint laurent fits and then we got the vintage fits which is just like a pair of apcs that i just wear in constantly and then a yeah. bitch t-shirt yeah what about yeah. you like, what, what's your what's your definition of like a perfect wardrobe for me it's something that i can i don't know the perfect wardrobe for me is like something that i can feel comfortable and confident in and that took me so long to figure out because like I experimented with so many different styles for so long. And like, you know, I know like you figured out like the Saint Laurent stuff when you're, when you were younger. And like, for me, I didn't, I, I didn't figure that out. Like it took me a long time 
experiment with the things I liked. And I took so many L's when it came to fashion, trying to wear things that were on trend because I thought I would feel comfortable. But like you said, like you found the look that you like. And to be honest, I'm kind of going back to that. Like I have a couple of wide pair of trousers that I wear every now and then. And when I mean wide, I just mean like 501s, right? Like I'm not even talking about like super Yeah, like not even baggy or like Balenciaga nowadays. Right, exactly. Not even baggy. But I feel like I'm most comfortable when I'm wearing like slimmer silhouettes, especially like my bottoms. And it's one of those things where I realize like, wait a minute, like this isn't necessarily trendy, like skinnier jeans right now or like slimmer pants or like slim pants that flutter out at the bottom. And I'll be like the trendiest thing right now, but like it's a look that I feel comfortable in. And you know, for that reason, I'm going to continue wearing that. Like, I don't know, like skinny jeans, I feel like have been out of rotation for so long. But every time you and Corey on Instagram send me like a good fit of someone wearing skinnies, it makes me realize that they never truly go out of style, you know? Exactly. Yeah. There was some hate on TikTok too. I don't have TikTok installed, so I'm not like familiar with what accounts were posting it or anything, but I've been linked through friends, people hating on skinny jeans saying like, these are whack, you know, these are out of style, but it's like, you can't, you can't follow trends in my opinion to build a perfect wardrobe. You got to find out what you're comfortable in. And like you said, that's perfect. Being confident in what you wear. So yeah, I do agree with the, the concept of that, of, of, you know, building your wardrobe around what you're confident in and what you really like. Cause that's what you really got to do is just find what you like. And once you find that, the door is wide open. 100%. 100%. And you can still mix in stuff that's kind of popular and trendy now with the things that you like, right? Like, um, for example, uh, the boots I like, Guidi's. Obviously, Guidi is a big brand they're in right now. Guidi is more popular now than it ever has been. You can still find a way to incorporate trendier things that you like um, with the stuff that's still true to your wardrobe and the things that you like to wear. So, you know, I think it's it's like incorporating both of those things, but when you build your wardrobe, you need to look at the fundamentals, right? Like, what are your interests in first? That's I think it's a big thing, right? If you are into, uh, I don't know, like, let's say you come from a very blue collar area. You really like the workwear stuff. Um, you know, you like that aesthetic. That resonates with you. You should run with that, right? For I agree, me, yeah. For me, like, that was never part of my, like, my world growing up, you know? Like, for me, like, what I what what I was doing when I was a kid was, I was listening to a lot of like rock and metal music, uh, alternative music, and I found a home with that kind of scene. And even today, like when I look at how I dress with old vintage band tees, a little bit more of a grungier look, it like pays respect to the things that I liked when I was a kid. And not saying that you always have to do that per se, but like it's always good to like look at yourself and say, what what are the things that interest me, whether it's in culture, like music, uh, video games? Whatever, like, what are the things that interest me and how can I build a closet out of those interests that, you know, maybe isn't 100% reflective of those interests, but like is inspired by those interests. And I don't know, like for Saint Laurent, like, what is it about you about the Saint Laurent looks that makes you feel good? It's, well, not anymore, obviously, because I've gained a little bit of weight, but before I was 5'11", 5'10", 120 pounds. So I was extremely Jesus. underweight. Oh I know God. I was, I was literally the, the heady model. Yeah, the heady model, but, yeah, for sure. But I just felt like it accentuated my body type the most versus like a baggier fit, which would just make me look, you know, almost like kind of like homeless. Mm -hmm. So I just felt more, I guess, uplifted wearing that, those kind of clothes. Yeah. And honestly, how I got into St. Laurent too was um, I was trying to find like a good boot brand because shout out to my boy Eisen and Bleach. When he transformed, I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't watched Bleach, which, why would like, why'd you not? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, if you haven't watched Bleach, watch come Bleach. on. Watch Bleach. Watch Bleach, please. It's underrated. 
underrated. People hate on it for no reason. But Eisen, he was wearing, it's not a, a, really a fit. It's like his whole different form where like he has a pair of boots on. And they blended in with the, like his pants and his um, upper, like his, uh, his top, I guess. And it just looked so clean, I guess, to me. And so that was when I really like looked into more boot brands and stuff and tried to like experiment, I guess you could say. Mm. That's funny how like you saw something from like an anime and it kind of resonated with you in a way that you're like, I want to dress like that. A lot of people have done that too. I've, I've heard a lot of people get some fits, like fit ideas from anime too, which is kind of, you know, different, but to each their yeah. own. I did it too. It works. Yeah, it works. It 100% Copy stuff. Works. You gotta, you gotta, you know, experiment, copy stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't so. hurt to copy exactly yeah no i agree with you so yeah I, I think it's one of those things where like when you're building wardrobe just try to find things that you're interested in and the things that you like and you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like dylan and i aren't gonna say here sit here and say like you should avoid trends because it's inevitable that you will i think we, we both have done that everybody has done that but you know when you build um a wardrobe that you're confident in you're and like you get it to a place where it's good enough you feel like you don't have to buy into trends because you don't want to step away from in and outside of your bubble, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And trends come and go. Everything will be a trend one day and skinny jeans were a trend. Now they're not, they'll come back one day. So, I mean, I'll be in the trendy, I guess, category again one day. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, voice track. Hello. 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 26. You okay. Oh my God. I'm going through puberty again. That's nah, fine. I'll go through a little voice crack. Never hurt anybody. Um, but yeah. And I, you know, going to like, uh, we'll we'll get to audience questions in a bit, but like one thing that I've noticed uh, on Instagram too is that like 2019, 2020 was like felt like really the peak for like the fit pit game, and I remember, dude, it felt like a. I mean, I would always message you. It felt like a rat race, didn't it? Like, oh shit, like this came out, this came out. I need to buy this. I need to buy this. And it's such a bad mentality to have, you know. And I feel like, oh my god, yeah. I feel like that whole era. I don't know if you if you look at Instagram the same way, but I feel like that whole era has kind of died down a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And now it's more of like a TikTok replica or ripoff. Mm -hmm. And it's really annoying and I hate reels. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not interesting content. enough to post reels. Right. It's a time waster too. Like I'd, I'd rather just scroll through some posts, like it, go to my friend's feed, like some posts, and then just get off. I don't want to keep scrolling and be, you know, intertwined with the entire social media aspect of Instagram now being a, tw a TikTok wannabe. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like I've talked to a lot of people who who used to post FitPix a lot, who are kind of like bigger influencers, if you will, and they just like don't post as much anymore. And I feel like at one point, like I said, it was a big rat race, and people just have not like it's not as not as like interesting as it used to be, if that makes sense. Because like everyone would be like, oh, like when is so and so going to post the next? Fit? Remember every time Ken posted, he'd be like, oh shit, Ken posted, Ken posted. Oh my god, yeah. Well, it's the engagement too now. That's that's down. If you post if you post a fit pic versus a reels of a fit pic, you'll get thousands of likes on a reel versus a hundred mm. or two hundred on a on a um, on a regular post. Maybe we should try doing a, a little. Uh, maybe I should try doing a little outfit reel for the pod account. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I was thinking about that on my main account. I thought about posting a reel, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to post. Yeah, I know. I know. Like outfit. Yeah. But hey, shout out to Farmer Used to that guy does it amazingly well. What's, what's, there what's are there account? are some people out there. Farmer used to. Farmer used to. I think you follow him, right? Mm. Is that his name? Am I fucking it up? Oh my god. Oh, I'm checking right now. Farmer. Opening Instagram right now. Oh, 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 yes, dude, yes. I'm, I'll link this guy's. Yeah, uh, Mike. Mike, yeah. Okay, guys. So for those listening, there's a guy named Mike. He like lives out in like fucking Michigan or something by the lake. He's like an older guy, you know, like long gray hair, fucking gray goatee. 
Um, and he wears like band tees and like skinny jeans and boots. And he's he probably, he's, what, I don't know, what would you say, Dylan, like 40s, 50s? Probably, yeah, late 50s, maybe early 50s. I don't know. Maybe even early 60s. I don't know. Yeah, but he like wears his shit so good. And all his outfits are real. It's like, like it'll be him, it'll be him like picking out his fit and then you see it at the end. And like, I don't know why, like, but his, his content is like so fun to watch. It's such a good change from the normal, you know, gray, gray skies, gray walls in the city, the city aspect of posting. The concrete. <laughs> yeah, the concrete, exactly, the concrete. It's such a nice, like, change compared yeah. to all that. Yeah. Having nature in the background, you know, having a lifestyle, like an actual lifestyle, not just food, clothes, all right. and concrete. Yeah, so Mike, for those wondering, and this is good, too, like, if you want to build your account to follow things. Like, this guy doesn't really follow trends, right? Like, he wears, like, raw denim. Yeah, like red wing boots and like leather jackets. Like he has like this, he has like this very typical like Americana rugged look to it, workwear look, but it's so fucking good. And like some of these fits, I I just wouldn't wear myself because it's not me. But God man, I love his fits. They're so good. It fits his style and personality perfectly. Yeah, and he's not I can't imagine wearing anything else. Exactly. And he, and the thing is, the thing too, what I like Dylan is that like, he's not conforming to any type of trend, but his engagement is fucking good. He's grown so much. It's almost like Nick, like shout out to Nick Lowe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Nick. And it, it's, it's almost proof that like, you don't have to necessarily follow a specific type of trend to grow your content because you can always try to build a community around the things that you like the same way that Mike, exactly. has, that Mike has done. Yeah. Anyways, going back to like the reels and stuff, I definitely feel like that kind of content is being pushed, but there are some people who are doing a really good job of kind of like mixing up the formula. And so doing the fit pick stuff while making it interesting. Teach me your ways. If you know how to do reels, message me. Yes. We'll get into it. Let's go. Um, I remember when you would see somebody wearing something, you'd be like, fuck, I need to buy that. Like, I just don't yeah. really feel that way anymore. I don't know if you don't feel that way either. I, I used to. So when I first, I mean, I, I got in St. Laurent from, you know, Justin, uh, KJ and yeah. some other guy. I forget his name. What's his name? Man, I forgot. I'll think of it later. But all the OGs. I got into it from them. Yeah, all the OGs from the, from the St. Laurent group on Facebook. But I got into it from them. And I remember seeing all of their Fall Winter 13 pairs of boots. And I, and I wanted to, you know, replicate that and get my own pairs. So I started buying and buying and buying and posting and posting. And when someone would do good, I'd be like, oh, I got to get another pair because that's doing good too. So it was just like a revolving wheel of continuous content of me posting the same thing over and over again. Right. And me, I keep buying shit too, which, you know, for the account was not good for my bank account, I should say. Yeah. Oh, not at all. Yeah, definitely not. And, uh, you know, thank God, I feel like the, the direction of Instagram has meant that people can kind of find like a little bit more niche communities that they like. Um, like, for example, Mike, whereas it's a little bit more niche, sure, but you can still build a following around it. And, you know, it's not as in your face with like trends, um, which is a good thing. Um, that I yeah, like. I agree with that 100. Um, yeah, I mean, do you ever see yourself going back and posting fits on Instagram, or do you feel like there's kind of a time behind you? I I might one day, but like not right now. The engagement's too low, and I don't want to get started with reels and everything. I don't even know how to do reels, to be honest. So yeah, maybe I will one day. But right now, I'm just kind of you know saving up some money. I want to buy a house one day, so my my, my money's in different places right now. Yeah, yeah. In terms of buying more, more and more clothes to post, I've still got my you know where to buy list and everything that I have, but and I've got a huge closet and everything, but I don't know. Yeah, it's also I don't think like, I want to post right now. Yeah, you know, I feel that. And it's also like, yeah, like you said, priorities change, but you know, just because priorities change and you get older doesn't mean that you still have to stop liking clothes. And I think that's of course no. 
that kind of goes back to building a uniform because and building a wardrobe because when you build a wardrobe that you personally like, like we had mentioned before, you're less obligated to buy into bullshit or like stuff that come comes and goes. So, you know, it's better for your wallet and you kind of get to focus on other things. Cause it's like, dude, I remember like that was such a horrible feeling. Like wearing something, like wearing a fit. I'm sure you've had this before. You wear a fit and you go out and you're like, man, this fit is not it. And like you feel stupid. Oh, yeah. Tons of times where it's like, oh my God, like I'm I'm either overdressed or you know, I'm I'm just not fitting in. Right. With what's going on around me. Like I'm, I'm wearing a shearling when it's like 80 degrees outside because I just wanted to wear it. Exactly. Like you got you gotta you gotta look at your surroundings first. Exactly. <laughs> and then, then plan accordingly. Exactly, exactly. And well, what what were you saying though? You were saying about the uh aspect of buying clothes like when you have a uniform, it becomes so much cheaper because you know what you want to buy. And you don't buy, you know, the trends, you don't buy what's expensive and hype right now. You're buying what you know you want. And you get to focus. And so it really does get cheaper. It gets cheaper and you get to focus your attention on other things in life because like at some point when I was following trends and trying to like fit in into this like Instagram Fitbit kind of lifestyle, as corny as it sounds, like that's all I thought about was clothes. And, you know, even like my girlfriend, she was like, dude, you got to like relax with clothes. Like that's all you want to do. And it was like really, it was like not a good thing. Like the 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 Instagram rat race was a horrible thing for me. And like, it's toxic. It is toxic. It one hundred percent is toxic. And now I feel like I'm at a. I think you and I feel like we're at a good place where like, you get up, you know what you're gonna wear. You feel good in what you're gonna, what you're wearing, but you don't have to think about it any more than that. You know. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and you know, I think I think it's a good way to transition to some questions because we did ask people to engage with us on instagram and we got a bunch of questions we're not gonna be able to get into all these because like i actually couldn't believe how many questions we got it was great um but we got a bunch of questions about you know, around building your wardrobe and yeah let's just get into it from lou.hol how much clothes is too much for you are you making an effort to wear all your pieces dylan we can start with you that's a tough one i how do I start this? I mean, I come from like a collector aspect, so I try not to wear my clothes too much because I want to keep them, you know, preserved. Mm. And just because there's there's so much fucking money, which is ridiculous. But right. yeah, I mean, when when clothes is too much, I guess if you're if you're waking up and you're looking at your wardrobe and you're and you have a walk-in wardrobe, for example, and you're walking in there and you're being like, "What the fuck am I gonna wear today?" I think that's a sign that you have too much clothes, in my mm. opinion. Mm. Uh, I would say I don't I can't put like a number on like how many pairs of pants you should have because some people want one some right, people right. are happy with one like Rick Owens did you see his uh his room thing yeah his dude like, oh my god it's like four pairs of shorts three bro, pairs of t-shirts bro let's talk about that real quick Rick Owens recently did a summer uh, he did a house tour right of his LA home or something uh dude my dude is like designing some of the craziest clothes in the world and he's like yeah I just wear like the same pair of shorts and shirt every day yeah, it's got one or two pairs, so it depends on the person, really, honestly. But you know, shout out to Rick; he's really doing it. it it's a definition of a, a wardrobe or of a uh, of a uh, perfect wardrobe, I guess you could say. And then the second part of that question: Are you making an effort to wear all your pieces? I would say no, just because I want to keep some, like you know, dead stock. Like mm -hmm. my the fall into thirteen shielding bomber. I'm not going to undes that. I just can't do it. Right. If 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 clothes are new, this is my thing, which is kind of weird. In my case, is if something's new. I generally will not wear it because I want to keep it new, which I know is weird, but I'd rather wear something that's used. And if mm. I'm spending like, like with sneakers too, if you're spending $6,000 on a pair of sneakers, I, I get if you want to wear them, but I personally would not. So yeah. some things in my wardrobe, I will keep dead stock. Other things I'll wear. If I like something that much, I'll double up on it and then I'll wear the other one. Interesting. So one to rock, one to stock. One to rock, one to stock, baby. That's interesting. 
that's my lifestyle um for me how much clothes is too much so i think for me it's like looking at your closet and really taking a look like okay if i have if you have not put on something in the past like two or three months that's supposed to be in rotation and it's not in rotation you probably don't fucking need it um yeah and if you're not collecting it like for a maybe a future sale or something i'll get rid of it too if you're if you're buying clothes to wear and you're not wearing them then then you should they should go they should find a new home essentially and then to answer to the second question are you making an effort to wear all your pieces um because my closet is pretty small right now yes i have a pretty like my rotation week to week is is pretty much the same in terms of like shirts and and pants that i wear because it's the summer um obviously for like outerwear i'm not wearing any of that shit right now because it's too hot but in the fall i'll re i'll kind of like reassess so like if i'm noticing that i'm only wearing the same three jackets every day then i'll probably be like okay i need to get rid of something um but until that point i have a separate like we have a coat closet in the front for like my outerwear for our outerwear and i'm not even looking at that i guess i am making an effort to wear everything in my closet but it goes back to the first question whereas because i have so much like i notice i have so many pairs of pants that i'm not wearing it's kind of like okay i need to get rid of some of these so um that'll kind of be my next step um this is another good question from fabian klw what aesthetic do you like a lot but doesn't work on your frame dylan Ooh, that's a good question i would say hmm probably the rick aesthetic mm. i i like how I like monochromatic colors, obviously, so I do like that. I tend to gravitate towards mm -hmm. any clothes that are monochromatic like that. But I just feel like the, those long baggy shorts and the tight t-shirts and the crazy outerwear and the heels would just would not work on my body. It's, I would not be comfortable at all. But it looks crazy on the Rick models. It looks crazy on them. Yeah. But for me, personally, I can't do it. There's no way. For me, what aesthetic do I like a lot but doesn't work on my frame? Um the og like eddie Saint Laurent look like my build is like tall and skinny but like i'm not i'm not 150 pounds like i i could never be that weight i would just fucking fall over and die but i love like the super tight jeans like the mm. harness boots the wyatts and like the like the super like tight leather jackets you know oh yeah man that look is so good but if you don't have that body type it just it just doesn't look right you know I've got a baby face and I cannot wear leather jackets. I look like I'm playing dress up. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. That's why I don't have that many. I've sold the others that I've had and I've given them back to like my friends. But mm. you know, I, I can't. There's no way I'm wearing them. Yeah, man. I just can't. I can't pull it off. Uh, next question is from Isaac. Uh, Isaac Andel. Isaac. Isaac Andel. Isaac Scandal. Does personal style have a budget? Dylan. It depends what you're into. So, for example, if you're buying Rick Kiss boots, probably not because they're three thousand dollars. True. So, I mean, it, it depends on what your budget is. Really, it just comes down to what you can afford, what you can budget for and afford. That's really it. There's no, there's no limit and there's no minimum limit that you can have. There's no starting price. It can be all thrifted if that's what you want. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I would agree. It, you need to look at like what what your like your parameters are and like work within those parameters. Like, because if you try to work outside of your parameters, you're gonna spend all your money on one piece, and then you're gonna have nothing else to complement that piece. I would exactly. I would rather have like five good fitting t-shirts and like two good pairs of pants, like a high quality pair of boots, than just a bunch of shit that I can't wear together. You know, get your foundations in check first. Make sure you have the basics, cheap basics to start, and then you can start expanding from there. In my opinion. 
Yeah. Like get a nice start from the bottom up. Get some nice pair get a nice pair of shoes. Get some nice pants. Get a shirt. Maybe a t shirt, jacket. Yeah. Maybe. Whatever you want to start with and, and build either work up or work down. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um so yeah, to answer the question, does personal style have a budget? I mean, absolutely. It just depends on what your parameters are. And that kind of ties in best to the next question by Tinted Crimson. Who makes the best elevated basics? Elevated basics? I would have said John Elliott okay. a few years okay. ago, but now it's Uniqlo. Uniqlo, yeah. I, I, I went from paying, what, $70, $80 a t-shirt to 10 or 20 for a basic t-shirt now? Yeah. I would, I would actually agree with you. And I know people are going to say, well, Uniqlo isn't elevated. I actually disagree. I have five pairs in black of the Uniqlo Airism t-shirts. Three are in a size large. Two are in a size extra large because they're boxier fits. And I wore those shirts almost every day. And they have held up so well. Vintage tees, especially the vintage tees I like, they're really fucking faded. They have holes all over them. Like, I love that look, but if I'm going out to dinner with my girlfriend, I'm not going to wear a shirt with holes in it. You know, I'm just not. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like, I have... And they don't fade either. The Uniqlo shirts, sorry to cut you no, off, but they don't, they don't fade. Like, straight up, they just do, they do not fade, right? Yeah, they don't, yeah. At least mine have not. No, no, mine have not. Yeah, the Aerism tees I have, I've thrown them in the wash, the dryer, they do not fucking fade. There's a time and a place to wear shirts with holes in them, and that's when I'm trying to get a fit off during the day, whatever. These Uniqlo tees, they just don't lose their color, and it's a good pitch black, just black t-shirt so mm-hmm. once you get to like 50 60 70 bucks for a basic tee is it really that much different probably not not really honestly i've got a couple of i, I mean i will say the comics shirts from john elliott from a long time ago like probably four or five years ago those are crazy the material in that it's like i, I think it's 50 percent wool 50 percent uh cotton oh, wow. i think i don't quote me on that but it might be but those are crazy i mean i will say for elevated basics i guess john elliott there is james purse too yeah 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 if you're a fucking rich person, but because <laughs> that's expensive as hell. I know. Yeah. And the th- yeah, I know. It, at the end of the day, like when you're trying to get your t-shirts down, I, I definitely wouldn't recommend spending more than 20, 30 bucks a t-shirt. For a basic shirt. Yeah, I agree. Vintage is a whole different ballpark. 100%. That's a whole different game you're playing. Yeah. And we have, we have a good question about vintage that we'll get to later on. But yeah, I think, I think for elevated basics, it might sound like a cop-out answer, but just go Uniqlo. I mean, it's, this the shirt that I'm wearing. I'm actually wearing one of them right now. It looks like a sixty dollars t-shirt. It cost me fifteen bucks. I probably washed and dried this thing a hundred times, and it still looks the same fucking color the day I bought it. So, pros and cons about sticking to a uniform. This is from o.80.c. Pros and cons about sticking to a uniform. Dylan, I'll start with the cons. Uh, you don't get the exposure of following trends True. to grow your page. But pros, you're not spending that kind of money to wear something that you don't care about or that you just are buying for the hype or for clout. True, true. Other pros, I guess, would be your budget. Mm-hmm. Not budget. What, what am I trying to say? Your, uh, how much you're spending on clothes, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Is it dwindled down so much compared to if you're buying trends because everything's hype, like, you know, off-white Jordans, Louis Vuitton, Air Force Ones. Right. Just for an Instagram pic? Like, come on. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, those are good points. For me... What about your, what about your cons? Okay, yeah, I'll start with cons. Uh, the cons about sticking to a uniform is that my outfit's clean, but nobody knows it's clean, you know? Yeah, it's more subtle. You don't really get to participate in some of the things that might be popular, and you get FOMO. You know, the, I mean, look, dude, the fear of missing out, like, is such a huge, like, 
human psychological thing. I think it's so fascinating how we as creatures get FOMO. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Especially when you're younger too. Especially when you're younger. Um, and, and it's it's not even about clothes. It can be about like fucking music. It can be about get, having the latest iPhone. It can be about uh, anything. Like FOMO is real, and we've all felt that. And I would be lying to you guys if I said I still didn't get FOMO. The cons of about sticking to a uniform is that you do get FOMO sometimes. Um, the pros, however, is that I don't have to really think about what I'm wearing. It's very easy. I feel confident every day. Uh, one of the last questions that we're going to get to, this is from Maple Syrup. Shout out Maple Syrup. Uh, maple. That's, I'm hungry. I know. Give me a waffle. And he said, yeah, I mean, you need a waffle with uh, some maple syrup. When you wear a vintage tee inside out, do you cut off the tag, LOL? Ooh, um, yeah. Okay, dude. Okay, this is actually a really good question because it's a simple question, but the answer can be really complicated. It depends, like, what... If it's, like, a $700 t-shirt, then no, I'm not cutting the tag off because I'm going to sell that shit eventually. So <laughs> it really depends. If it's, like, a cheap Hanes beefy that's super faded and it's got a graphic on it, but I'm just going to flip inside out, then yeah, I'll cut that off. I don't care. So, okay, so, so you do cut them off? It depends. Yeah, it depends what it is. If it's a tag, if it's a video game shirt that I'm wearing inside out, then no, I'm not cutting that off. Not never in my life. Okay, interesting. But if it's a Hanes beefy or some kind of like, I guess cheaper, like under fifty bucks, inside out, then yeah, I'll cut it off. If it's a if it's a shitty fucking fader that I'm wearing inside out and I'm only I only like it for the fade, I'm cutting that shit off ten out of ten times. Same here. However, the vintage market, a lot of the prices on these pieces are tied to the fucking tag of the shirt yeah that's with video games that's that's a huge thing too so okay so the power pro the oneida or onita power pro mm -hmm. tags those go for hundreds if not thousands okay i was gonna ask you because you collect vintage video game shirts like when you look for because the tag can be a tell like can be a telling sign if it's fake or not so like what do you look for in the in a tag mainly just like the power pro okay the oneida power pro or onita power pro however you say right. it and then Oh, there's another one I'm forgetting. It starts with a C. It's what all the the 1996 Mario shirts are printed on that tag. Not Columbia. It's some. It's some. Oh, continuity. Oh, okay. That that's one of the best tags. But you wouldn't cut that off on a vintage Mario tee from 96. Oh no 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 no! I will not wear that inside out either. That's a $2,500 tee. I'm not putting that off. No way. Exactly. I'm barely gonna wear that. <laughs> I'm so afraid to wear that. Yeah. I'll wear half mine, but the other other ones that I'm buying, I'm buying them almost close to dead stock, and I'm not wearing them. I'm, I'll wear them once or twice like an event, but I'm not going to wear them like every day. Those are not everyday shirts to me as a, from a collector standpoint, obviously. Anytime I buy a vintage shirt, I, the first thing I think about is, okay, am I going to sell this later? And if in mm -hmm. my head, I, I know that I'm not going to sell it because I really like the fit and I'll cut off the tag because I'll flip it inside out. Um, next is from Baz Fitz. Not a question. Just wanted to say you guys are doing a great job on the pod. Glad to have it back. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, we really, really glad appreciate you're listening. I just, Even if it's one person listening, we're glad to, you know, produce content. Yeah, glad you all are listening, enjoying the pod. Um, it's Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to make, a lot of fun to chop it up and talk about this stuff. So it's pretty much all the questions I wanted to go over. Dylan, thoughts on the questions? Anything that stuck out to you that you wanted to reiterate? There are great questions about the, the wardrobe, too, was my favorite one. Was that like how to build it? I love talking about that stuff. Yeah. I love helping people out, how to find their true style. I know we mentioned this in episode one, but when you do kind of build a uniform that you feel like you like, 
when you do buy something that's a little bit more of a statement piece i think it feels more special it does it's a weight off your shoulders too knowing that you have something like less on your where to buy list oh that's one thing i'll add too i don't know if the viewers do this but i I do this personally i think for like two or three weeks what i really want i'll look at every you know older season current season of like any brand that i'm into that resonates with me and everything and i'll write them down i'll make a little list like what i want so i'll make like a where to buy list okay so i'll put every single piece on there and that's like my future wardrobe essentially interesting so i know what to buy i don't i'm not going to follow you know any trends obviously i'm not going to buy anything i don't want i know what i want i know what to look for it's a pretty good rule of thumb that people can practice to be honest yeah it helped me out right kind of like sit on it and think about it before really make sure that it's something you want before you make the jump you know yeah if it's really expensive it's always there you're always looking at it so you're thinking oh do i really want that now it's been like two or three weeks probably not i'll, I'll remove it from the list you know yeah Anyways, guys, if you have any questions about building your wardrobe, um, good pieces to buy, um, reach out to reach out to us on Instagram, whether it's on the pod account or to Dylan and I individually. We love talking about the stuff. We love helping people out when it comes to building their wardrobes. Um, it's a lot of fun for us to do too. Like styling is a lot of fun. We both like doing it. So if you ever need styling tips or ever want somebody to help you style something, let us know. We'll be happy to help you out. But Dylan, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Uh, any shout outs, last minute things you want to say before we get out of here? Um, thank you guys for watching. No shout outs right now. I can't think of any, but thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. Even if it's one person, like we said, we appreciate any kind of people, any kind of people, any kind of person listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you guys again. You guys, again, like what well, extra said, if you guys have any questions or, you know, comments, feel free to DM us. Always open to talk about clothes. We read everything. Always open to talk about anything. 100%. For me, yeah, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Dylan for coming on the show. Next week, we'll have another interview episode. Still working on getting a very big guest. Dylan, get on it. I need you to carry the fuck I'm up. trying. <laughs> Open your DMs. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Follow Retail Therapy at Retail Therapy Pod on Instagram. Uh, give us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. We actually had a bunch of reviews, uh, five-star reviews. I'll be reading them off in the next episode. So uh, that really helps out us a lot. And I don't know, Dylan, maybe this week I'll fucking film a reel for the Instagram account. We'll see really all right shit i'll do one too until next time thank you so much for tuning into the show and we'll see you next week peace see ya